Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. episode of Hard Factor. It is Thursday, March 14th. Our top stories for the day. The Ides of March. Gonna, I was going to say the, the Ides of March. It's the Ides of March. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not yet. <laughs> Beat me to it. Not Almost. yet. Almost. I think that was last week. No, it's tomorrow. Almost. It's tomorrow. Yeah. We're actually doing a live power hour on the Ides of March. There you so go. Woo! Stay woke so for that. Sure we, yeah. won't, we won't ridicule West that. <laughs> <Sure enough>. E2 <laughs> Brute. Yeah. All right. Top stories for the day. Pat's going to take us on a deep dive into... Operation Varsity Blues. If not being rich pisses you off, then listen up because you're about to get pissed off. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, what a scam. All right, I'm going to do a story about Mark Zuckerberg's terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. Mark is going to do a story about a priest who was found shot to death. Oh, it's a sad one. No, it's not. It's not at all. <laughs> All right, look, guys, the Internet is ablaze about a college admission bribery scandal known as Operation Varsity Blues that has led to the indictments of 50 conspirators in the last 48 hours, including high profile celebrities like Felicity Huffman and uh, who's the wife of William H. Macy, along with the woman that caused every male and or gay female born between 1984 and 198. 88 to start to understand their bodies. I'm talking about Aunt Becky from Full House, Lori Laughlin. Mm, Not everyone. Yeah. I was born during that range, and I was a Tiffany Amber Thiessen guy. I mean, you you can be both. I wasn't, Aunt... though. Okay. I was, I was only... well, yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's saved by the bell. Did right? you watch Full House? Show. I'm just saying, no, I don't think she was that hot. I thought she was playing Jane. I thought Jesse was hot. Uncle Jesse's hot. She's pretty. She's, she's okay. I, I mean, Uncle Jesse Wait. was hot. <laughs> yeah. I thought, I was like, when I was young, I was like, what is Uncle Jesse doing with her? Oh, uh, she's yeah, hot. You were turn- she's yeah. way out of her league. But you were still turned on because Uncle Jesse was involved. Right, right. All right, look, let's get back to the story. Hoffman, I'm sorry, Huffman and Laughlin uh, and a number of other heavy hitter business folks are being charged with various counts of conspiracy to commit mail fraud and honest services mail fraud related to their parts in either bribing athletic coaches to top at top universities to falsely submit their children as potential recruits in an effort to ensure their acceptance or for paying for, quote, special proctors to change the answers on their ACT or SAT scores and in some case, feeding them the wow. answers directly during the tests. That's foolproof. Yeah, that's I mean, the way to go. Great. Yeah. That's just cheating. Straight up. Just the best cheating there is. You can just get the test perfect. Well, that's yeah. what you should do. I don't need yeah. to fake being on a sports team if I have a 1600 out of 1600 on the SATs. Right. They were smarter than that, though. Felicity Hoffman, who paid 15 grand to get her uh, older daughter cheated on her ACT or SAT scores. She was uh, she was nervous about the uh, the daughter scoring 
too low the first time because then if she came up too much the second time it right. might look a little suspicious mm-hmm. so these guys were complicit as fuck and the, the scheme was masterminded by william rick singer whose company known as the edge college and career network also known as the key yep. which was a for-profit mm-hmm. college counseling and prep business and singer would collect anywhere from 15,000 to 75,000 for manipulating the test scores and up to a quarter million dollars to grease the admission wheels on the basis of a student's non-existent athletic aspirations. Oh, yeah. He was good at what he did. Do you think that guy called himself the key when he's banging? Yes. You know? Absolutely. You're going to need the I'm going to unlock your door. Yeah, he was unlocking. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, he's the only high school guidance counselor with, like, uh, Bentley. A couple Bentleys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, no, he wasn't a guidance counselor. He was a full-on. He, he, he was a guy named William who went by the name life Rick. Coach. Yeah. Life, life coach. Life coach. Yeah, he was a life coach. Look, here's the way the scheme worked, guys. The scheme for the test scores was simple enough. But the acceptance via university athletic departments is a little bit more complicated, but at the same time, pretty simple. So step one, you identify a college sport at a high-level university that no one cares about. Like what? Like, well, I'm talking about programs so boring that there's a chance that the dean might not even remember that the program is there. I'm talking, like, Stanford sailing. Mm. I'm talking about University of Texas men's tennis. That's a burn. I'm talking about Yale women's soccer. I'm talking about USC rowing. I'm, juggernauts. I mean, absolute juggernaut program. They're respective juggernauts in the industry. Here's what you do. Then you call the coach who's already depressed because they, for example, coach volleyball at Wake Forest, <laughs> offer them a bribe, which you know they're going to take because they're so depressed. Then the student photoshops themselves pretending to play that sport uh, and then submits that photo as part of their application and then the liar student's application is moved to the top of the pile because they're a potential recruit yeah yeah this i'm with you on everything there except the coach is definitely not depressed he's getting a sack of cash and a nine and a half joining the team have you seen olivia jade well here's the thing they don't actually join the team they jay they the coach jet. gets a pile of money and then and then a hot person joining the team it's it's a great situation for these dirty coaches find me a happy men's tennis coach in, in collegiate sports you can't because they all want to be doing something else. I guarantee it. Find me one. Are they even allowed to coach during the matches? People as you passionate. Earlier? I don't even know. Yeah. yeah. Can you coach tennis? Yeah. Are you allowed to coach during the actual Hit matches? Hit the ball or? harder. <laughs> it's fucking dumb. Anyway, look. <laughs> so, look. The sad coach gets a glimmer of hope in the form of money. Sorry, Will. And the overbearing parent feels slightly less guilty for the psychological consequences of them being on their fourth marriage. It's simple. You guys get it, right? Sure. Yep. Fuck this shit. This guy, Singer, got all these idiots on tape. I read the transcripts. Felicity Huffman is so complicit on the phone, agreeing to pay 15K so her dunce daughter could get in a Georgetown like public school would have fucked her up. I mean, with parents who are both Emmy winners and have assets north of $20 million, I'm sure a trip to the old state college would have really thrown a wrench in her life. I mean, LSU was good enough for me to fail out of, but not for your daughter, Felicity. I'm sorry. No, but she just would have made her parents' lives miserable. By complaining that she didn't get into Georgetown. Were you ever enrolled at LSU or did you, did you just party there? You know I was enrolled at LSU. Okay. I mean, it was hard for me to be not enrolled and live at the dorm, but we'll get into that later. Okay. Look, <laughs> fuck Felicity Huffman, but mostly fuck Aunt Becky, and I wish I did. Be- I'll tell you yeah, what. Yeah, but see, the thing about this is Aunt Becky just can't afford to buy a new building for the for the college. Well, Will, which is fine. It's fine to do if that. If she could, she could do this and it would be all great. Right? Kind of, yep. but there's a difference because there's one thing to like make— How? Well, making a generous donation, if that happens, a letter goes out to all the alumni, let them know that the, the building has been donated, and it's 
you know, it's 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 a it's a clear bribe, right? It, it, yeah. It's a it's a bribe it's, in public. The, the shady or cheap version of the same thing, though. Yeah. It's yeah, just but, a lower class version of it. Right. But lower class, yeah. It's like it's the exact same. Look, this is different because because Aunt Becky and her daughter Olivia Jade, they pretended that Olivia Jade was a a crew member, a coxswain to right. be exact. Right. Get the fraud, the fraud part. The fraud part is different. Yeah, and then they paid. They they essentially lied that she was a coxswain, and they paid a quarter million bucks for her, a quarter million bucks for her less attractive sister. Man, and they then, must have really sucked at school. Yeah, they were probably terrible. Five hundred thousand dollars. Anyway, oh, anyway, point is, fuck these people. They're terrible. Olivia Jade came, <laughs> came out last August and said, I don't know how much of school I'm going to attend, but I want to experience, I want the experience of game days like partying. I don't really care about school. And look, how dense can you be? Like, your mom literally is out on a million dollar bond today. <laughs> Guess where Olivia Jade is today? She's partying, partying on Rick Caruso's ro- uh, yacht, which, which I know is sweet because my ex girlfriend used to ride it and I'd stalk her social media pictures with her and her other boyfriend and it's that olivia jade's volleyball coach is pretty happy on that yacht with her yeah it was crew anyway fuck these people even let's take better it to, right let, out in the sea where they belong let's take it to the internet real the quick waves in the ocean water this is from uh giolani who's uh olivia jade's father laughlin's husband this is to our boy rick uh not caruso uh quote we just met with our daughter's college counselor and i'd like to maybe sit with you after a session with the girls and i have some concerns and want to fully understand the game plan and make sure we have a roadmap for success as it relates to our daughter and her getting into a school other than asu Ooh. yeah Man, that was the concern that's how bad they are west yeah. asu is a party like, school they don't yeah. fucking need her it's our, no. our radford but she would have fit in well olivia jade would have fit in well at asu though yeah she would hot she chicks there oh she'd been so hot down yeah. there and tan yeah all right, we got to move it on. We got we to gotta go. All right, let's talk about Zuckerberg in the shit. Everyone's least favorite billionaire, Mark Zuckerberg, he had a flat-out terrible Wednesday. Uh, first, news broke that Facebook is under a federal investigation about striking shady deals with, quote, at least two large companies, unquote, that make smartphones to exchange private user data. So just more shady shit he's doing with your data. Stop fucking with my data, Facebook. Oh, wait, joke's on you. My real name's not Hard Factor Mark. Oh, man. Got him. Yeah, sorry. Jason Davies <laughs> yeah. isn't a real guy. I've created like 13 fake Facebook accounts. I'm just fucking with their data game. You got yeah, to do I've something. Got a lot of weird names yeah. on my Rolodex, too. <laughs> um, this is now in addition to other ongoing investigations by the Department of Justice about the same thing. And it's also in addition to federal investigations about the sale of data to Cambridge Analytica by Facebook leading up to the 2016 elections. That was the testimony he gave where he looked like a newborn vampire who didn't understand what water was. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, you guys what remember. is this? Apparently, Mark made that joke earlier this week. Yeah, it's all good. It's it's so good that you make it every time you talk <laughs> about Zuckerberg. He was such a psycho with that. Yeah. Who doesn't know what water is? Yeah. He was looking at the water like like he was like he was, he was concerned. He's quizzical. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, Canada is also going after Zuckerberg. I've got wait, I've got him. I've got a, uh, a I think I know what was going on with the water. What? He thought it was poisoned. Mm. Mm. He could also be an panic android. Shoot. He just calls for the panic shoot. <laughs> panic shoot. In Nobody mid, tasted mid it. testimony. Nobody tasted it for him. <laughs> Nobody tasted it for him. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't. Yeah, he couldn't have his armed guards with him. Yep. Probably like as close as he normally has them. That's right. Uh, anyways, Up so his that was ass. the first bad thing. The, the federal investigation that was announced. Next, Facebook and Instagram crashed pretty much all day Wednesday, starting at 9 a.m. Pacific for most users. Um, and at the time of researching this show, a lot of the outage is still going on. So nice job, Zuckerberg. This has to be Terrible. some sort of larger government conspiracy or like major hack from China. They must be losing billions every hour. Yeah, yeah, they're it's it's terrible. No, them. no, I mean, people they're... people don't care. They don't get mad. They can't get on Facebook. No, they're fine. 
I just keep <laughs> I just kept scrolling Instagram all day looking at posts from ten hours ago. Yeah, <laughs> people fa- people found out how addicted they were to Facebook and Instagram today. Very yeah. for sure. Yeah, it's a whole day. It's a bad one. The outage affected pretty much every aspect of the Facebook app family. With like uh, so WhatsApp, whatever Oculus, they own like all kinds of them. Instagram uh, so badly that they had to go on Twitter and announce the outage from Twitter. An hour after it began. Mm. That's sad. Uh, that's bad. Bad look for Facebook. That's yeah. really sad. That's like buying a bunch of uh, Whoppers at Wendy's and then getting on the loudspeaker and being like, and we'll be open tomorrow. This is McDonald's. <laughs> <That's> three. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, they also denied that it had to do with any kind of hacking attempt. Uh, so, but that's not everybody kind of, a lot of the internet feels it's probably a hacking attempt. We also know firsthand about the outage because our, Poor intern Evan was trying to load a fucking video to Instagram for like an hour before he realized that he had been zucked. Just phenomenal stuff from the world's only lizard librarian hybrid. Let's take it to the Internet. And I've got a case study in the difference between Twitter users and Facebook users here. So on Twitter, Blake LaDuca. Wait, hold on. Blake DeLuca says uh, questioning emoji. Another hack question mark. See, that's what you're saying. That's what I was saying. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, they're blaming it on like bugs and, and patches and stuff. How does the biggest social media networks in the world go down for an entire day? Because so many people that are good at hacking hate Mark Zuckerberg. That's yeah. true. But why? So, yeah. But what why? do you mean, but why? What, I mean, yeah, what do you mean, but why? You guys know what I mean, but why? I was kidding. No, oh, I don't oh. know. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was a joke. He okay. started in his dorm room. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then Joseph Goulet, he's our second Twitter user. He says, there are so many older people calling their ISPs right now. It's not even funny. So the Twitter users are are witty and informed. Uh, And then you go to Facebook and you have people like Julie Boyce saying, haven't had a bit of trouble with mine. That's because it's so cracked up. And what? you guys get what's going on no, there? No, no, not at all. No, fill me she in. doesn't understand that her cracked phone screen isn't the same thing as the Facebook app. So, ah. so she found the loophole. If you drop your phone, you can. I don't understand. Right. Yeah, I don't get her it. Fo- well, her phone's pretend like up. I got it. Yeah. Did, Did you go to it. Georgetown? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. So that's the end of that one. Nice. All right. <laughs> so, guys, uh, not a lot of stories about people getting shot to death or happy stories. But I found one. Uh, a former new former New Jersey priest who was accused of sexually molesting dozens of young boys in the 70s and 80s was found dead in his Nevada home this past weekend. And by the Nevada. look. Nevada, yeah, and by the looks of the pictures of his house, thanks, Will, it looks like he could have been your neighbor, Will. Uh, did, oh. did you hear gu- any gunshots this weekend? Uh, more than usual in Nevada? <laughs> no more no more than usual. I had my standard. Did, did standard you notice clothes. less yeah. molestations this yeah, weekend? Yeah, see any police tape around your neighborhood house or a bunch of neighbors high-fiving that this guy was murdered? Uh, <laughs> no. John Caparelli's body, this is the guy, was discovered Saturday morning. The Henderson Police Department is saying the 70-year-old's death was deemed suspicious hmm. and is being investigated as a homicide. They were tipped off by the 50 bullets in this guy <laughs> and, the do- <laughs> and the dozens of pictures of naked kids scattered around his body. Just like, oh. No, none of that's true. That's just like from a movie when you, know, you kill like a but um, according to the coroner's <laughs> office in Clark County, they said he had been shot in the neck. And that's a weird spot to shoot yourself if you're committing suicide. You're like, should I shoot myself through the neck? Is it going to make it through? Or No, you shoot yourself in the head or the mouth. Yeah, that's um, an odd one. Yeah, he, he was murdered. Uh, and an interesting thing happened to Caparelli one month before his death. Any guesses of, of, to what it was? Uh, he he he, he was continued priest. to touch kids without any reprieve. That's for damn sure, Pat. But he was also mm. named. <laughs> he was uh, named uh, in the list of a, of 188 priests and deacons that the Roman Catholic Archdiocese of Newark said had been credibly accused of sexual assault and crimes against children. 
Um, Incredibly accused. Why don't they just call them kid fuckers? Right, exactly. Yeah. And of those 188 people, more than 100 are dead. And I think the other 88 are about to be. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's a vigilante <laughs> yeah, exactly, on the loose. Exactly. I love um, it. Yeah. This is like sleepers in yeah. real life. The other 88 better, better be fucking ready. Um, Caparelli was removed from the Catholic ministry in 1992 over those child abuse allegations. And you know hmm. it's bad if he was removed because usually it's just relocated and like to a nicer area, a bigger house and... Yeah. yeah, yeah. He reached the hundred boy club. That's yeah, he, that, yeah, that's when you get removed. Exactly. Yeah, this guy. He's not the only dude who's pulled that move. Escaped to live out in uh, the wild west of Nevada. No, he's an outlaw gambler for the rest of his days. No, you're usually getting rid of one previous life, and and kid, <laughs> yeah, kid, right. kid fucking could have been one of them. <laughs> Starting anew. <laughs> but it, it sounds like watch out, kid fuckers, right? Uh, no, yeah, vigilante for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, big but time. But uh, we're gonna get this guy did a lot of stuff and a lot of like, so, it. so it might and not, might not just be the people on this list. I think it could just be him. Um, so what did he do after he in 1992 after he was kicked out? Uh, he went to work as a math teacher at Newark Public High School. Nice vetting, Newark Public High School. Mm. Uh, on the side, he operated a fetish website out of his home that featured men wrestling. Oh my god! There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Yes. It's harmless. He had he had his teaching <laughs> certificate removed in 2011. 2011 again after child <laughs> abuse allegations. These were revealed by a Newark-based newspaper. He then moved to Nevada, Nevada in 2016. Uh, I'm sure the abuse stopped there, though, right? He was, yeah, just, he was just gambling. Probably. Surely, of course, yeah. of course. It's where you go to get clean? Well, we don't know, but Rich Fitter, who lived in Newark, uh, when when speaking to local public. Uh, newspapers back in 2011, right around the time that this guy got kicked out of being a teacher, described Caparelli as preying upon young men by re- recruiting them to join his wrestling team. So surprise, surprise, he was a math teacher during day, during the day, and, and, the, and the high school team wrestling coach at night. He uh, he had his wrestlers wrestle in speedo swimsuits, arguing oh, no. arguing that loose fabric could get caught and injure them, and you don't want that. He took oh, photos no. of them in the speedos, and sometimes got on the mat to wrestle with them as well. I think he did. The fox catcher guy. Yes, wow. exactly. I think he did it more than sometimes, though. Let me yeah. show you the move. You're doing the move all wrong. Well, he did. So here's what he did when he would wrestle them, uh, according to Rich Fitter. He said he would put a head scissors on you, and your face would be right in front of his crotch. It was his finishing move. He just got you the head scissors right away. He's like, what are you doing in this scenario? And you know he's lecturing you while he's doing it about like the proper form while you're smelling his groin. The head scissors. Where else are you going to fill that fetish? Uh, Anyways. Yeah. Interesting. Awesome. Well, yeah, four decades of it. Our internet comment comes from uh, abused wrestler Rich Fitter. He said the world is a safer place without him. The guy had a 40 year record of abuse. Whatever led to his death. Hopefully it was him. It's a certain amount of karma. And I couldn't agree more. Sounds like Rich Fitter. Yeah. Might have something Fuck to do with you, it. you yeah. dead priest. Looking to Rich Fitter. All right. Uh, let's go into some topics we didn't get to cover. Living on the edge of a lightning bolt. Oh, yeah. A massive blizzard in Colorado that meteorologists are calling a bomb cyclone. Um, has oh. caused over 1,100 motorists to be trapped in their cars, and conditions are so bad that police are able to come to the rescue. Basically, the, the rescuers are, are now becoming the rescued. Mm. Um, it's, it's that bad. So a bomb cyclone happens when there's a massive uh, drop in pressure, atmospheric pressure over 24 hours, over a certain level, like 24, whatever the fucking, you know. Uh, West took a, a meteorology class. Yeah, a bomb cyclone <laughs> happens when God's angry after too many priests touch kids right. yeah so <laughs> in the uh, chicago area yeah. um the storm has left over 184,000 without power in colorado 69,000 in texas countless car accidents it's basically just a fucking snow hurricane Oof. with uh the winds uh, as strong as category two uh, hurricane so if you're if you're in this in the path of the storm as it moves through the through the midlands um stay in fucking side don't go out for booze don't go out for weed just yeah. don't be a hero be don't be an idiot don't yeah. don't 
You called it. You called it a hurricane blizzard before. What do you think is cooler, bomb cyclone or hurricane blizzard? I like hurricane blizzard, honestly. Yeah, I mean that sounds like a new segment because it's kind of tropical. I like hurricane cyclone. Hurricane, hurricane cyclone. Yeah, <laughs> same thing. All right. Just different parts of the world. Um, in an update from a soft corner we covered earlier in the week, uh, planes still suck, and finally President Donald Trump ordered the grounding of Boeing's death plane, the seven thirty seven Max. Uh, pretty much every country had already grounded the planes over obvious fears for passengers' safely, safety. Uh, mainly, they would die in a ball of fire after takeoff. Uh, <laughs> but the, uh, the U.S. was reluctant to do so until uh, our great president, Donald Trump, stepped in to save our lives, which, of course, canceled flights all over the country today. Um, the 737 MAX was only being flown by American, United, and Southwest Airlines. So it goes to show you how much they care about their crew and passengers by not voluntarily grounding them. Um, it has also come to light that several pilots had previously voiced concerns over the plane's handling during flight. So this plane has just pretty much been on everyone's radar that it's something like this is going to fucking happen and shouldn't have been in the air. After the, after the first crash happened, they should have been all on the ground. It's amazing that the whole world kept flying it after the pilots were like, it tried to kill me. Yeah. And it came, out, like, came to light that it did, in fact, just kill them. After the first, <laughs> right. I mean, that's just what the happened. miracle of flight is pretty amazing. Got to test those planes. Yeah. yeah. You gotta test but how? Planes. You know, because if oh, it's going to crash, know. you test it. Yeah. Single pilot. Yeah. No, just passenger. one guy, one brave guy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Test them on like the like uh, UPS planes or something. Um, hey, no <laughs> shoes. And another government shutdown may be looming. Hopefully our new buddy Rodney Davis can step in and take control of the situation. Uh, mm. We need you, Rodney, even though it was uh, talks in the Senate that, that fell apart over Trump's emergency That's declaration. Okay. Yeah, he can still he's got friends in high places. Yeah. Um, so we know you can talk some sense in them, Rodney. Channel Nickelback's against the grain motto and and we can get through this with your help. Yeah. High fidelity mm. style. Boombox. Nickelback blaring. Bring them together oh, yeah, on yeah. the floor. Yeah. So with arms wide open. <laughs> That's Creed, I think. Yeah, but, that's Creed. But same, same thing. <laughs> yeah, it'll, no. be, it'll be on Rodney's playlist. As long Creed's as on his playlist. As long as you're blaring butt rock on the House floor. It's going to be fine. Everyone gets along. Yeah. 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 So bottom line, Trump's going to veto anything that that doesn't, uh, you know, say what he wants it to say anyway. So this is probably going to happen. All right. And in our everyone's favorite segment, our weight loss competition. Skip it. We have a we have a first, though. (laughs) We have a first for the first time in the competition. We have all gained weight. Yes. Everybody who hates this thing. This is your day to rejoice and tell us how fat we are. Yeah, Tell us how weak we are. And just I knew you wouldn't do it. You couldn't do it. 13 weeks in. The wheels are definitely falling off. So Mark gained uh, 0.4 pounds and I won. Yeah. And one I gained (laughs) 0.6. But it was my birthday week. And Mark did buy some delicious fillets. Yeah. And we dined. We all ate. We dined like kings. So, you know, take it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm taking the birthday week, Pat. Okay. Uh, Will gained 0.8 pounds and is back in the 270s, oh, that's unfortunately. Mean. Why'd you have to say oh, that? Oh, man, push me back up. Yeah, got him. And Pat <laughs> thought it was his birthday week, and, <laughs> and his wheels came completely off, <laughs> gaining 3.2 pounds. Anything you want to say for yourself, Pat? I, mean, I, I technically it could. I think it was my half birthday, but yeah. <laughs> man. There you go. Yeah. Yikes. It was a hard one. Oh, week. anyways. Yeah, we'll all have to eat donuts on the power hour. Yeah, there that's that's true. We're gonna punish ourselves on the live power hour. You can you can watch us be fatties. Yeah. All right, and that's it for Hard Factor. Uh, don't forget, we will be live from HQ in New York City on Friday for another power hour with PFT commenter and Marty Mush, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern. So be sure to join us for some good laughs and beers to start your weekend off right. Uh, we will mm. again start up our Friday show review incentive on Monday's show. Um, and if you haven't yet, if you're a new if you're a new fan, check out our merch at the Barstool store. We have a pretty awesome uh, mug that Pat has right here. It's actually like just a beer stein. 
It's huge. It's gigantic. It's huge. It'll give you kidney stones if you drink coffee out of that. Four cups of coffee and, and a and a twenty ounce beer. Can yeah. And for those of who a- of you who ask every time we do a power, it's going to be on Periscope. That's where you can find it. Periscope. Barstool's main account, our main account. You just go to Twitter and we you will can tweet click it. On it. Find it. We'll tweet it out. So at eight p.m. We're not going to tweet it out at six p.m. Yeah. So just wait till seven fifty-five. Yeah. Don't DM us. Um, so keep sharing the cast with anyone who will listen. We appreciate you guys. Thank you, and most importantly, have a great fucking day. We will see you Friday. Play the guitar on the MTV. That ain't working. The-